right here. A very happy weekend to you. A very happy Saturday morning. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for choosing to spend a few minutes with us right here on CBS Sports Radio. All shows have been a lot of fun. Great participation. This is going to make for a really fun uh, NFL season to track. We have debuted a new segment, which we'll continue to get to in this hour as well, called Takeoff, where you give your hot takes. I give my hot takes. But the hot takes, though, that we both think will come true. Well, not both, but we think will come true, I should say. So spicy take that you actually believe. Saints winning the Super Bowl. Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Dan Campbell, coach of the year. If you think you got a take that really no one else is saying or no one else is buying into, but you believe in your heart of hearts it's going to come true, 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. We got some good ones from you guys already. I'll read off. I've given you some as well. I got a few more hot takes to get off my chest before the show does end as well. So we'll give our predictions before the NFL season does commence here in just about a month or so from now. We're putting them on the record, keeping receipts, and holding everyone accountable. Before that, though, I do want to talk about this upcoming season in a different way, and that's this. Which quarterback has the most pressure on him? We know quarterback is the most pressurized, most scrutinized position in the NFL. So which of the quarterbacks going into this season, has the most pressure to succeed? I think it's obvious. I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers, by far, has the most pressure on him of any quarterback this year to succeed. Because anything short of a Super Bowl is a failure. It's truly Super Bowl or bust with the Jets this season. Anything short of a second ring on Rodgers' finger, Anything short of giving the Jets their second Lombardi trophy is a big, fat failure. And here is why. Here is why the bar is set so high. Hard Knocks on Tuesday night. Hard Knocks showed us that Aaron Rodgers has everything he needs. He has everything he needs to succeed. The big talking points, if if you didn't watch Hard Knocks on Tuesday, you didn't miss much. And I'm sure you've heard people talk about it, so at least you have an idea of what it was about. Hard Knocks on Tuesday was one big fluff piece, was one big tribute, basically, to Aaron Rodgers. How could we make Aaron Rodgers feel good about himself? Let's give you 45 minutes of how Aaron is the best. Everybody loves this guy. He's kissing babies on the sidewalk. He's shaking hands. He's making world peace. He's throwing touchdown passes. He's doing no luck. He's mentoring young teammates. He is literally doing no wrong. No wrong whatsoever. You would have thought if you watched those 45 minutes, Aaron Rodgers was basically Jesus Christ 2.0. Could literally do no wrong. But when you get past all the lovey-dovey, all the, the, oh, Aaron, you're great. You're the best. We love you. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm playing with Aaron Rodgers. This is so cool. When you push past all that, You know what you see? You see that Aaron Rodgers has everything he needs to succeed. And any, like, there's there's nothing we can point to. There's no excuse he has this year as to why this team can't get over the hump. To his credit, I don't know if it's actually credit, but I'll say maybe to his defense. I'm not even the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan, but I one time recently was defending him. 
Like if you go back to the last two or three years in Green Bay, I will say there were built-in excuses for Aaron. Why they didn't get over the hump. Why the Packers choked and couldn't, you know, great regular seasons could not even make the Super Bowl, let alone win the second Super Bowl, and they easily should have. There were some built-in excuses, whether it was never having a second wide receiver behind Devontae Adams, right? It was Devontae and really nobody else. Whether it was the defense at times letting the team down and not getting a big stop when they need. Whether it was Matt LaFleur decision-making, fourth and five against the Buccaneers, 2021 uh, NFC title game comes to, uh, or 2020, I should say, NFC title game comes to mind there. Fourth and five from the eight-yard line. He's kicking the field goal down eight instead of going for it, instead of going for the touchdown. And Aaron Rodgers didn't really get the power, you could argue, franchise quarterbacks should get when it comes to decision-making. I think there were, at the end, some built-in excuses as to why Rodgers and co. could not get over the hump. But the excuses he had in Green Bay, he no longer has here in New York. We just saw it. The infomercial that was Hard Knocks on Tuesday night showed you Rodgers has everything he needs to succeed. He's got the weapons. You have Offensive Rookie of the Year, Gary Wilson, a guy who Rodgers has already said reminds him of Devontae Adams. High praise. That shows you already the impact Gary Wilson is kind of having on this offense. So you have a very talented, but young, but talented receiver in uh, in Wilson for Rodgers to throw to. He's got his pals. He's got his friends because that's what also we've seen from Rodgers. He's someone who has to be comfortable and he is comfortable with his, with his group of guys. At the end in Green Bay, things got ugly. Things got contentious in part because Rodgers wanted to keep veterans, aging veterans, declining veterans on the team because they were friends. They were his buddies. He didn't want to upgrade talent, go younger and go better at certain positions. He wanted to keep his friends on the team. And the Jets brought his friends in. Alan Lazard, come on down. Randall Cobb, come on down, buddy. We, we need you, man. Randall Cobb has not made a productive catch in five years. That's being generous. But Jets signed him. Jets signed him. Aaron wanted him. Jets got him. So he's been able to get the pieces he wants. He has talent at the skill positions. And his, to Rogers' credit, he put his money where his mouth is, took a $35 million pay cut. And to the Jets' credit, are taking that money and said, we will invest it in the team, and we'll get, you know, as we go along through the season, we'll, we'll get players that can help us out here going forward, whether it's trades or free agents. So the Jets are all in on helping Rodgers. Rodgers has the talent he really didn't have in Green Bay recently. He's gotten the defense that he's never had in Green Bay. You look at the Jets last year, fourth in points per game allowed, fourth in total defense. They are legit. He's gotten the respect that he really craves. I mean, again, if you watched on Tuesday, you saw every single player, coach, executive, owner fawning over now the new number eight. Guy was walking on water, it felt like. Standing ovations everywhere he went. Jets fans chanting his name. Players on the field pinching themselves like, oh my God, it's Aaron Rodgers. Can you believe it? We got Aaron. That lack of respect that he felt he got in the last few years uh, with the Packers, he has that tenfold with the Jets. So you look around, 
Hard Knocks just showed us right in front of our eyes. Aaron has everything he needs to succeed. Oh, yeah, by the way, he not only has the players he needs to throw the ball to, has his friends on the team, has a good defense, has the respect he craves. He's also running the offense. Nathaniel Hackett was brought in strictly because he's a yes man. Nathaniel Hackett's going to listen to whatever Rodgers tells him. Right? Denver brought him in last year to to be Russ's yes man. We saw how that went out. But I think it's part of the reason why they are such tight friends. What we know about Rodgers is this. We know Rodgers is someone who is out there with his thoughts. But he is someone, though, that's not afraid to say a bold claim. But he doesn't want to be challenged. He doesn't want anyone stepping up and saying, why do you think that? Well, Aaron, actually, you're wrong. No, that doesn't make any sense. You're contradicting yourself. You're being a hypocrite, blah, 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 blah. I think a lot of things that we have all said watching his interviews over the last few years that no one else has said to him. He wants to say what he wants to say. He wants you that are listening to accept it and say, Aaron, you're right. Yes, Aaron, that's, you are a genius. That's what Hackett does. He sits there. He listens to Aaron. Aaron says, I want to run this. Hackett says, yes, sir. You got it, sir. No problem. We're running what you want. So Aaron Rodgers with the Jets is assistant GM, offense coordinator, quarterback, with a great defense, with friends on the team, good weapons. Where is the excuse? Where is the excuse for the Jets if they don't win the Super Bowl that's not Rodgers' fault? There is none. I don't, you can't point the finger anywhere else. They got everything you need. Again, Hard Knocks showed you how they have everything Rodgers could possibly have wanted and more. Which is why if anything short of a Super Bowl happens, it is strictly and only on the quarterback's shoulders. No one else to blame. Which is why for me, when you look around the league, I don't think there's another quarterback with more pressure on him this year than the quarterback of the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers, he's the guy with the most weight on his shoulders because it truly is for the Jets this year, Super Bowl or bust. Anything short of lifting the Lombardi Trophy is going to be a failure. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 855-212-4227. If you think there's a quarterback under more pressure than Rodgers, let me know why. I don't think so. I can't see it. I'm open to listening, but I'm curious to hear your reasoning. I don't see how there's another quarterback right now, just this season, just going into 2023, that's under more scrutiny, under more pressure to succeed than Aaron Rodgers. Don has some thoughts on that call from Oregon. What's up, Don? Well, my guy in Denver, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. That could easily flip to 13-4 and on his outrage is that he was booed when he came back to Seattle. If it wasn't for him, I would have never been able to do a championship parade live. I always had to do it on TV during my Niner days, but I'm all in it to win it with Seattle. So I think a lot of pressure is on him. You were a 49ers fan and then a Seahawks fan, Don? Is yeah. that right? How does that work? 
Can you hear me? I, I got you loud and clear, Don. You were a 49ers fan first? Yeah, well, I uh, I suffered for a long time until the great state of Montana got there. And all those losses to the, I hate that team, the Rams. And he gave me a great 13-year run. I mean, there's no argument that the Niners dominated from Super Bowl 16 to Super Bowl 29. So they paid off. Oh, no, it did. did. I appreciate the call, Don. Um, when it comes to Russell Wilson, here's why there's not more pressure on Russ than Aaron. I just don't think the expectations are high for Russell Wilson this year. I think a lot of people jumped off the bandwagon after last year's, to put it nicely, debacle. And I think no people, no people have smartened up and are not buying in. Look, I was someone last year who thought the Broncos were winning the Super Bowl. I think Russ is in for a bounce back year this year, but I also feel like I'm on the minority on that. And that's part of the reason why we're doing our hot take segment here. Um, and we'll do it when we come back here in just a few minutes. But to spoil a little bit, one of my hot takes for this 2023 season is the Broncos making the playoffs. I do not see a lot of people buying in. I don't see a lot of people all in on the Broncos and thinking Sean Payton's going to fix Russell Wilson. That's part of the reason why, honestly, Don, is that I don't think Russ has more pressure than Aaron Rodgers because expectations just aren't there. But expectations also breed pressure. If people are not expecting a lot from you, it's hard to put pressure on someone when the bar is set so low. The bar was sky high for Russ last year. Crashed, burned, embarrassed himself, embarrassed the team. A lot of people are taking the thought of, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. A lot of people are not getting fooled again. And that's part of the reason why I think expectations for Russ and the Broncos this year are low. And that's, for me, the reason why I think there's not a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson compared to Aaron Rodgers. So 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, and Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on Twitter. If there is a quarterback that you think that has more pressure on him this season than Aaron Rodgers, let me know why. And also, when we do come back here, take off. Brand new segment debuting today for the first time. It gives you your chance to call your shot and make your biggest, boldest prediction that you think will come true for the 2023 NFL season. We're taking receipts. We're taking names. We're holding you to these predictions. I'll give you a few of mine as well when we do return. It's Hick at Night right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Have an NFL prediction your friends call you crazy for but believe will come true? Kick off. Call your shot now and give Ryan your hottest 2023 NFL hot take. That is right. Hick at night with you right here on this Saturday morning. And we are taking this chance today and every show leading up to week one of the NFL season to call our shot. Make a bold prediction, a hot take, if you will, but one that you think will be correct. One that you may get laughed at today, but come December, come January, even maybe February, you're the one laughing. You're the one laughing because you are right. 
I got a few takes for myself. I'll give you, then I'd love to get yours here at 855-212-4227. A few takes I got here for you. Number one, Broncos, Browns, both making the playoffs. I am high on Russell Wilson having a bounce back year under Sean Payton. I am high on Deshaun Watson having a bounce back year after really two chaotic years, to say the least. Last two years. Like he will revert back to his old Texans form this year. A lot of talent on offense and defense. Cleveland stacked. I know they're in a tough division in a very uh, tough conference, but Denver in the playoffs this year, Cleveland in the playoffs this year. In the NFC, Buccaneers are winning the NFC South. I'm in a Baker Mayfield. This is the first time in a few years he has a full off season, is fully healthy with one team. I think he's going to come out and play very well. He's going to lead this Bucs team, still with talent on offense, to an NFC South crown and have a home playoff game just like the Bucs did last year. Baker's back. Bucks win the NFC South. Jared Goff, I think, is carrying over last year's success into this year. Top five MVP candidate. I understand, and I kind of said this uh, before, and now I'm thinking about it a little bit more. I think they do only top three voting or like three finalists. So... That may be a little ambiguous. I, I get that. Um, so maybe I'll just generalize it more in the MVP conversation. But I think Jared Goff is going to have a really good year. I think he's going to be someone that's going to really pick up where he left off. So many offensive weapons for him to throw the ball to. His offense coordinator, Ben Johnson, after being in demand last year, is back this year. So that's obviously a really good sign as well. So I'm high on Jared Goff. I think he's going to play really well this year and going to be in the MVP conversation for sure. Um, two more here really fast before we get to yours. I think Ron Rivera is going to be the first head coach fired this year. I did not like what I heard from Ron Rivera this week when it comes to admitting his players were complaining about Eric Bieniemy's coaching uh, coaching style, then really refusing to back up Eric Bieniemy and by not backing up Eric Bieniemy, almost making it kind of seem like he kind of takes their side, which I don't like at all. There's turmoil, and it seems like Ron has maybe already lost a team. I think Ron will be the first coach fired this NFL season. And finally, I think the Rams are back in the playoffs. I don't know why everyone's sleeping on the Rams this year. I get last year was bad and ugly. But can we also recognize they were banged up more than maybe any other team? Stafford, Cup, offensive line was in total shambles. You have Sean McVay back, one of the best head coaches in the NFL. Matthew Stafford, last time he was fully healthy, won a Super Bowl. Cooper Cup was top five wide receiver in the NFL last time. He was fully healthy two years ago. If he lost a step, quote-unquote, top 10 receiver, bare minimum this year. Aaron Donald's still one of the best defensive players in the league. They're top-heavy. I get it. Very top-heavy. But also, a lot of talent at the top. Rams are back in a weak NFC. I think they grabbed one of the seven playoff spots. LA, back in the playoffs for sure. So those are my takes. Those are my hot takes for you right here in, in the new segment called Takeoff, Ripoff of the Smack Off, where callers on Jim Rome show give, you know, their best smack and the, the best rant wins. We're giving you a chance here for the best take to win. You go down right now, you make a bold take, end of the year, we'll crown you a winner. We'll figure out some sort of prize, figure out so you get some sort of reward here as well. But you will be recognized, and we are keeping receipts on the biggest, boldest take that does end up being true. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Don is calling from Maryland. What's up, Don? 
Hello, Ryan. Thank you. I love your show. Thanks, man. What's going on? Um, I got a call in about my hot take and my uh, and my quarterback with pressure. I'm a Browns fan living south of Baltimore. So, um, Deshaun Watson, uh, he's got to live up to that contract this year. Oh, to say the least, Don, to say the least. But my hot take is that the Browns are going to go all the way to the Super Bowl and they're going to meet an old arch-rival nemesis that hasn't been seen since the 1950s. It's the Lions. Wow. And that Ohio-Michigan hotbed of football is going to be so exciting. Can we get a Super Bowl, Super Browns? No. I'm a heart. I, they've, been, they've never done anything but break my heart, so i got to go with the Lions. But, no, I'm saying can we get a, a Super Bowl, Super Browns chant? Oh, oh, yeah. Super Bowl! <laughs> You're not going to finish it, Don? Come on, you predict him to go to the Super Bowl here. Yeah. Super Browns! For those who don't know the chant, there, there's the finish. Thanks, Don. You picked it up. Yep. All right, what's your quickly uh, quarterback with the most pressure is who? It's going to be Watson. He's got to live up to that, that contract. I mean, he's got to play well. The, uh, with all, yeah, with all the, you know, the junk that's happened in the last couple of years with him, he's got to earn it. I think, Don, I appreciate the call, buddy. I think he will. Again, you're higher on the Browns than I am, but I think bare minimum, Browns will definitely be a playoff team this year. I think Deshaun Watson does get back to his uh, to his old forms. Hope we're going to get a Super Bowl, Super Browns there from from Don. Little left me hanging. Guy he left me hanging. Carl is calling from Atlanta. What's up, Carl? Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. We're, you know, we're chilling. Hey, hey look, I'm okay. Uh, I got winning now. I'm talking about winning. I'm getting, okay, okay let me do this first. I agree with you on, on Cleveland and Detroit. You took two of my picks. But now winning the Super Bowl, I got winning the Super Bowl. And, I, I mean, well, you know, you can't never get – if everybody stay healthy, mm-hmm. I will guarantee you that Jacksonville will win the Super Bowl. We I'm going to guarantee you that. Carl, you are literally like the third person already to say Jaguars Super Bowl. The Jags are hot, baby. Yo, man, hey, hey man, man, they got that boy down there named Treble, and they just got Kevin Ridley, and they're getting the, the guy that had been hurt. See, they had a lot of things going against them. See, now that even the coach said, you know, I'm, I'm sure you saw the coach come on. This guy's so much now more mature, trying to stand the game, written it down. Then he had them other two guys, and they almost, almost took Kansas City down. They so, didn't. They played well in that game. They played well in that game. So, but but my, my point is, I, okay, that's my – That's your hot you take right there. Super Jaguars, Super Bowl. Yeah. But, hey, hey, look. Atlanta will win the South. I mean, I will guarantee you they will win the South because there's nobody. I mean, Atlanta, people don't, you know, they're looking at Atlanta. That's Atlanta. That's Atlanta. That's Atlanta. But our offensive line, as you look at uh, the ratings, we're one of the top offensive lines. Our defensive line has got so much better with so much depth. We got Kyle Pitt and we got Lock. Copy, you know, was like supposed to be a legendary tight end, and and, and, lock, and uh, uh, our wide receiver has came on, and we got B. John Robinson, who everybody saying is gonna be the rookie of the year to go with uh, 
running back went twelve hundred yards. So I mean, I mean, I mean, Carl, the and, Falcons are loaded. And that's honestly like. I'm not going to appreciate the call. I'm not even going to write down Falcons win the South as a hot take because I don't think that really counts. Because like now that the Falcons are starting to really get some steam as like a popular South pick um, in that division. They got, you mentioned, they got a load of talent. Obviously, the biggest question is going to be can Desmond Ritter make use of that good talent? But if he fails, Desmond Ritter, that is, it's not going to be because of play calling. I think Arthur Smith is a, a really good play caller and a really good um, offensive mind. And it's not going to be for lack of weapons. That's for sure. Let's go north of the border here. Canada. Rachel's calling. What's up, Rachel? Hi, how are you? Good. How you doing? Love to get night, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I originally called to get a reality check on my division picks. But since then, waiting to get on uh, on the air, I've heard a lot of golf. Pun intended. Hmm. Um. <laughs> So when it comes to Rodgers, is definitely the most um, high pressure mm-hmm. quarterback. But you know he loves it. He's the kind of guy that, oh, I don't want all the attention, but give me the attention. Did you but watch Hard Knocks at all, Rachel? I didn't. That's but literally you like know, the opening scene. Is literally him like looking at the camera and says, "Don't worry, guys, I got some good stuff for you today." After bitching about doing Hard Knocks for the first, you know, whatever two months when it was announced. You're 100% right. Of course. Plays up to the camera as so soon as it's I, I have a thing, and it's always never bet on the Jets and never bet against Belichick. And last year, that proved me wrong. Very much. So the Jets have a chance. And I, I actually called to talk about the AFC West. Okay. Um, I'm an NFC North, or I'm a Packer fan, actually. And I got Detroit winning that division, and I do have Detroit going to the Super Bowl, I think. Lions to the Super Bowl. All right. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why right. not? Right. But what I actually call can you bet against the Chiefs? Because I'm a big coaching kind of kind of girl. I love Sean Payton. They... Well, I, when you say like, look, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest betting. Um, betting aficionado here i don't think you can just place a bet that says will the chiefs not win the super bowl i guess maybe you can will they win the NF- uh, afc west or not you got to look at you know specific book um i am high though i am high on the broncos this year um i do think that sean payne's gonna be the missing link like Russell Wilson was bad last year. And I think some of that Russ has to own and it was on him. But he still has a lot of physical talent left in him. He's still someone who um, I think has a lot of talent left. He needs the right coach. Sean Payton is that right coach. Sean Payton is the right guy to get the most out of him. Where I do think that um, we'll see Russ bounce back big time here in 2023 and definitely lead them to going to the playoffs um, and getting back to the promise line one, one year after just that Utter, utter embarrassment. Uh, that was 2022 under Nathaniel Hackett. Scott Cohen from Michigan. What's up, Scott? Scott, you got me. Yeah, can you hear me? There he is. What's up, man? Sorry about that. Yeah, I got a, a hot take uh, involving the Niners. I think the Raiders will make the playoffs. Wow. 
and I think Sam Fran won't, and I think before the end of the season, Kyle Shanahan will be canned. And my reasoning is Kyle Shanahan's record with grapple is like 38-17 and 17 without 9-29. and 29. In the playoffs, he's 4-2 and two with grapple. What happened last year? Last year with Purdy, what, he won one or two games in the playoffs? Two games in the playoffs, and, I mean, look, I mean, could we really even say he got hurt, I think, the second drive of the game, first drive of the game? Could we even really say, like, he lost with Brock Purdy and he didn't? No, he no. Lost with Josh saying, Johnson I mean, and Christian McCaffrey. Know, that's, I think, more of a once-in-a-million type thing because throughout his whole head coaching career, he's 38-17 and 17 with Garoppolo and 9-29 and without him. That's in the regular season. You call him a fraud. What's that? You call him a fraud? I think he is his own worst enemy. I think he is very wise as a coach, but I think he has too too big of an ego to do what's right in the end. And I can point specifically that Atlanta game. Had he kept running the ball instead of throwing it, Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta wins the Super Bowl. And when he was asked, he goes, well, I wanted to keep the game plan I look, I get it. I mean, now it's actually kind of crazy to say because it feels like it was just yesterday. Now we're, that's almost a decade ago. Um, I get it, Scott, and appreciate the call, man. We have written down the hot take. That's like the first one I heard about the 49ers not making the playoffs. So, hey, you are different. I appreciate that. Um, I think he's learned. I think he's a, one of the best offensive minds in this game. And he is the only – he has created the only team in the NFL that is, I think, quarterbackless or quarterback-proof, whatever you want to call it. They don't really – they have devalued the quarterback position where they are able to literally plug and play anybody. Look up, by the way, Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, if it wasn't for Patrick Mahomes, would have the most career passing yards through a player's first 16 games of his career. Nick Mullins was playing under Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, lighting it up. Now, again, did they win every game? No, they did not. But Kyle Shanahan showed you he can succeed with literally anybody under center. I don't think he's going to be exposed, and I definitely don't think he's going to be fired after uh, after this year. That's for sure. All right. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. But nonetheless, Scott, in Michigan, noted. You're on the record, buddy. The takes are there. Keep them coming. 855-212-4227. At Ryan underscore Hickey in the number three. We are taking your hottest, strongest take for 2023 that you think will be correct. I got one more for you. I'll give you one more that I think is very juicy. I am very excited about this one. I'll tell you uh, what is when we do return. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Really quickly here. This does bother me. This is live. Women's World Cup quarterfinal. Australia, France. 0-0. We've gone to extra time one, extra time two, penalty kicks. I hate how soccer's decided in penalty kicks for a big game like this. Regular season, friendly match, okay, fine. But when it's like these World Cup matches where winner goes on, loser goes home, once every four years, I want it figured out on the field in the sense that you play until someone scores. I hate how penalty kicks... Uh, are involved here to determine, you know, such a, a big outcome now going forward. But I digress. I'm also not a big soccer fan. Maybe that's partly why. Okay. We're talking hot takes. I got one more to throw by here. Hot take that no one's talking about now, but I do think will 
come true at the end of the season. Bill Belichick, I think, will be fired at the end of the year. You listen to Robert Kraft talk. Robert Kraft has said multiple times this offseason he expects to be back in the playoffs. He is chasing ring number seven. And he's also said players and coaches aren't here to chase personal accomplishments. I forget the exact number. I think it's like 18 or something like that. 19 wins away. Bill Belichick is from um, passing Don Shula for the all-time wins record. So he's right on the doorstep. But Robert Kraft has made it clear he is not going to keep Bill Belichick around just to pass the record. If the team falls off, if they stink, they're not a playoff team, he's not going to keep them just because of sentimental value. I think Robert Kraft is, is truly serious and honest that he wants to win, and if he doesn't win, he'll do whatever it takes to make sure they're back on the winning path. I respect the hell out of it because I think it's really easy to be uh, to become complacent. But I do think that Robert Kraft is serious, and if we're talking about a Patriots team missing the playoffs at 7-10 and 10 or 8-9, and 9, which is what I think will happen, I don't think we'll see, we'll see Bill back in New England in 2024. All right, so I want to hear your takes here to finish off the show. We're doing it's called Takeoff. Every show that I'm on here until the NFL season starts, we're getting your hottest takes on the record of what you think will come true at the end of the season. Giovanni is calling from San Diego. What's up, Giovanni? Hey, Ryan. How's it going tonight? Good, buddy. What's on your mind, man? What we got? Yeah, so all this Bronco making the playoff talk is nailed on a chalkboard to hmm. me. Let's talk about a team that's beat them the last six times in a row who is going to make the playoffs this year, who's going to win 10 or more games this year, and that's my Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. Raiders yep, to have- the playoffs. Exactly. We have the number one wide receiver in the NFL. We have the number one running back in the NFL, possibly top three defensive end. We have a proven winner quarterback who knows our system. Uh, Everyone expects us to win five or less games. We will win 10 or more and make the playoffs. All right. We got a rapid fire here. I want to talk a little bit more maybe next week. Gio, uh, the one thing you left off maybe conveniently, worst head coach in the NFL. I hate McDaniels. That guy's a fraud. Anyway, nonetheless, Corey's calling from Pittsburgh. What's up, Corey? Uh, not too much, man. How you doing? Good, buddy. What we got here? What's on the mind this morning? Uh, just a hot take real quick. Um, I think the Bills missed the playoffs this year. Oh. I, think, uh, I, I think I think they're too predictable, and I think they got exposed against Cincinnati last year. Wow. Bills missed the playoffs. I like it, Corey. That's hot. That's spicy, baby. Let's go. That is marked down. Appreciate that one. That's going to be fun to track all season long. Chris is calling from Maryland. Hello, Chris. Hey, I'm sorry. I have to ask a question. So, um, was Super Bowl 16, the gentleman referred to San Francisco, uh, is that, and that was 82? I got to look it up, Chris, to be honest. I don't I know. know. If okay, so don't do all that. Anyway, because they won one before, but there was a nine or ten year stretch where it was actually the Redskins who dominated the 80s. And um, four Super Bowls, one three. Anyway, um, that's not my hot take. Do you think that Bob Kraft is thinking it was going to fire Belichick? He'll give him the option of resigning. And how long is Belichick's contract? We have no details about Belichick's contract. There is no details about length, really? about salary. There, I don't believe NFL teams are um, 
uh, are forced to uh, disclose. Okay, well, I didn't want to do rapid fire, so I'll let you go on that. And I just want to say hello, Mr. Tim from you. And good luck with the college football. That's got to be a little nerve-wracking for you, so good luck to you. Big year. So is nice that hot take? You think Bill is going to get fired, or are you just asking? Uh, no, I you said, oh, I've heard the rumors, but I, wouldn't you give him the option? I couldn't take it with you so bad as crap to say, hey, you're fired. You're out of here. I would say, hey, man, you want to? you're gone. Which way you want to do it, resign? Or, okay, I mean, uh, I hear you're saying, Chris, and you're giving the respect he deserves. I get it, and I appreciate the call, buddy. Um, I'll say, look, fired, resigned, not head coach of the uh, Patriots in 2023, or 2024, excuse me, I should say. He resigns. I'm still going to take the win on that because I think, like I said, if he's resigning, he's resigning to save face from being fired. That's true. All right, we got a few good Twitter ones here to wrap off. To wrap up, I should say, at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. If you can't call or you're immediately, excuse me, listening to this on the podcast, Hick at Night podcast, night N-I-T-E, and you want to still get your takes in before the NFL season starts um, uh, on September 10th, tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. It will go down. It will count as a hot take that will be on the chart and in the game, if you will, to qualify for the hottest but rightest take for 2023 F Diggler tweets Cardinals will win seven plus games but you know what that's a hot take bar is low for Arizona I think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year in large part I think Kyler Murray is going to miss a good amount of the year but I don't think they're going to be anywhere near competitive and honestly if you're a Cardinals fan I don't think you want that coming true I think you want Caleb Williams I think you want to have the number one overall pick move off of Kyler Murray and I think you want to really bring in the true face of your franchise going forward here with the best quarterback in college football and a guy I think accurately gets described as the next Patrick Mahomes. That is Caleb Williams out there at USC. Alan Gobby tweets, I like this one. Bills will fire Sean McDermott after early playoff exit. That's the move. Like this is the year we talk about pressure on Josh Allen. But there's a lot of pressure on Sean McDermott this year. Sean McDermott's been a guy that's come up lame and come up small in the postseason. And his conservative nature, I think, has really hurt the Bills more than it's helped them. You see aggressiveness from Cincinnati. You see aggressiveness, obviously, from uh, Kansas City as well. A lot of these teams now that are starting to surpass the, um, the Bills are doing so in part because they are aggressive. They are going for it. The conservative, oh, let's play not to lose in nature, doesn't work and has not worked. And so this is a big postseason here for Sean McDermott in terms of showing he can reach and coach at that level. I don't think he can. I think he's a really, really good coach to get the Bills where they are and get them in the playoffs every year and has done a great job building a great culture and roster. But I don't think right now he's the coach to get you over the hump in terms of beating the Chiefs, getting to the Super Bowl, and winning a Super Bowl. All right, we have Jacob Ander does tweet at Ryan underscore Hickey, the number three. Dalton Kincaid will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Bill's tight end. I like that one. We have Alex, who does produce a show, Alex's arm, who also chimed in. He said his receiver, Jalen Hyatt, will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. This is an award where it's, I feel like it's, if you are not a quarterback or running back, very hard to win. I know Garrett Wilson just won it, so we just saw a receiver win it, but 
a lot of these awards, honestly, are so quarterback-centric that, yeah, that's a hot take. I like it. I like it. Let's finish with this. Jeffrey Beers. I like that. Jeffrey Beers tweets, Mike Tomlin, for the first time in his career, will have a losing record. I'm not sold on the Steelers, and I don't think Jeffrey Beers is off whatsoever. A lot of people are, are predicting and expecting a big breakout here from Kenny Pickett in year number two. I'm not sold on that. Had a nice little finish of the season, absolutely. But I'm still waiting for, I got to see more, I should say, from Kenny Pickett before I'm all aboard the bandwagon and all aboard the Steelers. Not to mention, very tough division. I think they will finish in last place. I think they will be uh, under 500 for the first time in the Tomlin era. All right, that'll do it for this edition of Hick at Night right here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. Rich Herrera is up next. A huge, huge thank you to Nico Scarlatis doing a great job producing the show. And a huge thank you to you for contributing. And more, most importantly, being with us right here on CBS Sports Radio on this Saturday morning. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. It's been Hick at Night again with Ryan Hickey right here on CBS Sports Radio.